It takes a humble mind and a curious spirit to go past the hubris that ignorance and knowledge bring. Through questions, specific concerns are addressed, doubts are dissolved, and understanding is achieved, which is the goal of this podcast. We believe asking questions provides one of the quickest and most precise routes to understanding, which translates into the correct execution of actions and the attainment of desired outcomes. This is where Solomon Ray comes in. Solomon Ray is a prolific Bible teacher, executive leader, advisor and sponsor. Known for his love for Jesus Christ and people, wisdom and unique incursions into God's word to provide relevance, clarity and understanding for personal leadership and a more productive life in Christ Jesus through every area of life. We trust this podcast will help you provide clarity to the burning questions you've been harboring all these years. Let's delve into the podcast and listen attentively as Solomon Ray brings clarity, insight and understanding to some questions. Take a listen. All right, good day to you. And uh, so good to have you back again and thank you for giving me time to talk to you and thank you for allowing me into your space. So this is um, Ask Solomon Ray and uh, I want to especially thank all those uh, listeners who are listening from around the world, you know, India, the UK, Poland, Belgium, Sweden, you know, from the USA to Cameroon to Australia and so much more. Thank you very much for always making it a date with this podcast and we are very happy to know that this podcast is providing value and um, helping us all to understand a thing or two about our Christian walk and what God expects us to do and how he expects us to unfold our lives within the context of his word. Thank you very much again and it's always a thrill to do this. It's always a thrill to attend to you. It's always a thrill to respond to the questions that we receive. Thank you very much. God bless you. And um, I can only ask for your prayers. Please pray. Pray for us, the team, or myself, that God will continue to strengthen us and God will continue to grant us the light and the wisdom that is required to do all this work. And we have so much more in store to unfold. But no, it's not yet time and we are still putting one and two together. So please pray and make sure that as you are doing your personal prayer and your personal time of you know meditation, you find a space for me and the team in there so God can continue to be of assistance and even the driver of this vision and all that he's doing in and through our lives. So today we are attending to yet another question and our question today is coming from Edith. Edith was in Cameroon and it's a series of questions. The questions Edith's posing, they are fourfold, four questions and we are going to be attending to each one of them. So Edith says, please have some questions. Number one, how do I know a dream that is from God and the one that is as a result of my subconscious mind? Number two, 
getting rid of assumption how do i do to repeat a particular result in my life for instance a particular season where there is high favor from men and i want such result to keep happening what do i do and how sure i am i know doubt is contrary to faith but the emphasis here is on consistent result number three sometimes one has to press till something happens and sometimes one just has to be patient and wait question how do i know when to press and when to wait and number four how do i do to know the particular season of my life when it started and when it's supposed to end thank you very much for the answers and god bless you all God bless you, Eddie. Thank you very much for always being a keen listener and a keen contributor. I think this is about the third question that Edith is posing. And please want to encourage all of you, wherever from the world you're listening to, make sure that you use this podcast to release the questions that you have. And to do that, you go to the show notes just underneath the uh, podcast, the episode play. You have the show more. You see questions, giving. You go to questions. There's a hyperlink there you click on the hyperlink and it's going to open a new tab on your laptop or your tablet or your pc or your macbook and you open a new tab and take you to a place where you have now to record your questions you send it as a voice note and you have 60 seconds to do that so we recommend that you are succinct and straight to the point and without blabbling and beating around the bush because you have 60 seconds to send in your questions god gave us this idea and this man not so that we can vaunt ourselves and make a name for ourselves but it's because there is a genuine need from Christians all around the world who have some pertinent questions but might not have a channel where they can really send their questions and find an answer that will really help them to understand and to practice their life with Christ better. So please make sure you send. The questions are not limited to those who are in Cameroon. Please send all over the world. Those who are listening from Australia, from Sweden, from India, from the UK, from the UAE, France. You can send your question even in French. There's no problem. We are going to see how we can respond to that. Please make sure that you send in your questions. Thank you very much. And thank you once more to Edith for trusting us. And we definitely pray and trust that God is, as usual, going to use us to proffer some solutions or some answers which are going to dissolve the doubts that you have and to make you see so you can advance properly in your christian world so let's go to question one how do i do to know a dream that is from god and the one that is as a result of my subconscious mind very easy so the first thing is that if any dream that you have does everything but does not lead people to know about jesus christ in any way and does not make people to come to the knowledge of the truth then that dream is a mere conjecture of your human aspirations because every personal dream only seeks to accomplish personal desires and objectives even though they might have an outcome of a very moral desires for example what do i call moral desires you can say i'm doing this to make the world a better place i'm doing this to make africa great and that is not what god is all about yes when we do the thing that god wants us to do the territory in which we find ourselves will benefit from that exposure and even from the results that will come as an effect of that which we do. What am I saying? 
if I'm doing what I'm doing in Cameroon or wherever in the world I am, the territory in which I am is going to benefit from the expansion of the the glory of God in the work that he has called me to do. But by default, my objective is not to make Cameroon great because all of those things, we are just clothing all those things, using all those moral terminologies to cloth our personal ambitions. The end result of everything or every dream that you may want to have, find a way so that people in one way directly or indirectly get to be exposed to Jesus Christ. I said directly or indirectly get to be exposed to the knowledge of Jesus Christ and to come to the full knowledge of the truth. I repeat, directly or indirectly. It might not mean that you go and be sharing tracts or telling people about Jesus Christ overtly, directly or indirectly. Because every personal plan, every personal dream always seeks to advance my own agenda, even if it is about my personal agenda. For example, if you send me to go and buy you, let's say, cake from the bakery, you send me to go and buy cake and I go to the bakery and I get you bread or I get you candies and I come to you. Though the candy is good, though the candy is something that can be eaten, but I have not done what you've required me to do. It's not about the candy being bad or good. It's about what I want or what I wanted or what you wanted in the first place. So my response is when I take the money from you, I respect your instructions and I go and get the cake that you wanted and I bring that cake to you. Only then is my obedience complete. But if I go and get some other good thing and I bring to you, you will not be happy, not because the thing is poison, but because I have gone over and beyond what you really wanted to get. Now I have imposed my will on you. I'm telling you candy is better. Forget about the cake. So no matter how moral a task or a goal or a dream we're doing, no matter how moral it is, if it does not lead to people knowing about Jesus Christ and coming to the full knowledge of the truth directly or indirectly, then that dream is just a conjecture of your subconscious mind. Number two, getting rid of assumptions. How do I do to repeat a particular result in my life? For instance, a particular season where there is high favor from men and I want such result to keep happening. What do I do and how sure I am? Right. Thank you very much again for this question. And this is quite straightforward as well. So the first to know is that the human life and the human journey is a downward spiraling life that's a constant but now we can strive to by strategizing and by discipline try to achieve some goals we can have some spikes some highs in our lives but as human beings human beings only go up with the sole purpose of coming down why because the human nature has been corrupted and by that corruption the word the information system that human beings use to operate and to live by is corrupted and always leads to failure so that is the genesis of having an unpredictable life because we are living from our human nature and we are operating from our human experiences which is pregnant with failure can succeed with the sole purpose of failing tomorrow so how do we get rid of assumption the first thing is we have to live our lives from and through the word of God is very important because the word of God has the life of God and is God himself. The word of God is the only word in heaven and earth that has been tried seven times and never fails. It's not limited by time and space. Wherever it is, wherever you find it, wherever you practice it, it is true all along the line. 
So if you want a predictable life of perpetual highness, perpetual succession of successes, forgive my repetition, my tautology, perpetual glory upon glory, only the word of God can do that. And here I'm talking about being legalistic about the word of God. No, I don't drink. I don't go to nightclub. The word of God is the information system which is privy to God and which determines how God operates and how God thinks and which gives us an insight into the motivations of God. It's very important to understand that. So the Bible contains the word of God. So we must live our lives from and through, from and through. So the first thing to do is if you're not born again, I know Edith, you're born again, I presume so. But if you're listening to this podcast and you're wondering how you can just sneak in and benefit from this, the first thing is to be born again, to make Jesus Christ the Lord and Savior of your life. Because without that, you cannot operate from the word of God. Operating from the word of God means the word of God is your habitat and your natural ecosystem it gives birth to you so for that to happen you must accept jesus christ as your lord and savior be born again so you are not longer born from flesh but now your new birth gives you a new orientation because you are now born of god you are born of the word so you proceed from the word and now living through the word it now has to do with understanding understanding the mind of god understanding how god operates that's a component of operating through the word that we must understand it's about understanding the mind of god the mind of christ and understanding how god christ operates the reason why we're understanding why they operate is so that we can operate as them we can be imitators of god as i've shared in one of the episodes prior to this so we have to live your life from and through god's word because god's word is the only information system which guarantees perpetual success perpetual success and no failure because God's word never fails. Don't be mistaken to think that there can be a time and I'll talk about that somewhere down. You ask a question about season, time and season. There can be a time where God is working on us of course, all of us are going to pass through seasons of pruning and season where God is taking away some negative characters from our lives and he's dealing away with some things. That will seem as a time of failure because it's a prolonged period. It might seem as though, no, we are just failing. Nothing is working. But in itself, when God is done with you, he restores all the years that you've lost and he gives you speed to recover all that and even to overtake. So coming back to this point, to to say that God's word never fails. You can take it to the bank. When God says something and you operate by it, it might not seem profitable at first glance, but stay on it because every natural system, every spiritual dominion have to bow and have to respect and have to give way to anyone who is coming with the word of God in front of them. The next thing is to get rid of assumption and to repeat certain results in your life. You must understand and follow spiritual principles. There are spiritual principles that govern our kingdom work. Christ said, I'm going to give you the keys to you. It's granted to have the keys of the kingdom. And keys have to do with particular codes. Codes that give access to specific results. For example, you mentioned the aspect of favor with men. You must understand the laws governing favor. What are the things that govern favor? Favor is predictable. So we must understand the laws that govern favor. For example, the law of honor. We must practice to its fullness or in a very advanced state, the fruit of the Spirit. Because the seven shades of the fruit of the Spirit is just giving us an insight into how to relate with other people. And everyone, if you're kind to them, if you are loyal to them, if 
you are good towards them if you are patient and all those seven shades of the fruit of the spirit of course you are going to be on their better side and you are going to attract favor from them so we must understand the principles and the laws that govern favor for example the law of honor humility knowing how to relate and talk to people being gentle because these things are predictable but we must understand the principles governing the result that we want in this case for example honor honor to be a beneficiary from a favor you must understand the principle of the law of honor honoring all men not just honoring those who are big that's having a parasitic mind but honoring all men those you look up to your peers and even those who look up to you you honor them you are humble always wanting the betterment of other people not downplaying your own state and skills and competencies but always knowing that okay this person can do more and putting yourself in the back burner and allowing Christ to be on the front seat humility so i'm just calling some things that lead to favor for example so you have to understand spiritual principles and laws so if you want to have a predictable financial state you have to understand the laws that govern finances in the kingdom don't just do what the business and economics language or way things are done economic wise and business wise from the human level and you want to attract god's results it doesn't happen in that way there's a certain way that finances in the kingdom the certain laws governing it for example do you give your first fruits you pay your tithes do you sow your seed to support the ministry or even by instruction a vessel that god is using but your first fruits and your tithes and your offering helping the poor and the needy and the orphans and things like that is very important the next thing is you must understand and follow spiritual patterns which lead to predictable results you must follow and understand spiritual patterns now spiritual principles have to do with knowledge specific knowledge confined knowledge concerning about a particular outcome now patterns have to do with people so let's say you want your life to be a stream of predictability in terms of your career and even your business and you study somebody like daniel Daniel was very effective in the marketplace as a follower of God and he was excellent all through. So studying like the life of a person like Daniel, studying his life, seeing what he placed emphasis on, what were the things that he did that made him to be the person that God made him to be and what did he do, what kind of life did he lead that made him to be successful in his role, still being a follower of God. So Daniel becomes a system that you follow to arrive at a predefined destination. And finally, the long run is you must conform to the image of the Christ. This is the highest point if you want to avoid assumptions in your life, but it's not an instantaneous thing. It takes time. So everything I've mentioned from living from and through the word of God, understanding spiritual principles and understanding and follow spiritual patterns, all of them, they culminate to making you conform to the image of the Christ. This is the highest state where you live your life without assumption and you never know a downtime. People say life is up and down. God doesn't have an up and down life. When you are fully conformed to the image of the Christ and your life is an effulgence of who Jesus is and the mind of God, the expression of the mind of God, then you stop becoming a person. You become an institution representing God himself and the kingdom of heaven. 
So what happens, let's make it this way. As a person, Edith, you have to employ personal guards for your personal safety. As an individual, there are things that you have to kind of apply to get. You have to strain to have, raise the resources to employ personal guards and all those things. As a person, because you are still representing yourself, just agree with me and let's assume that there's a decree that comes forth and you are now made the president or even the prime minister of the country where you are cameroon you are made the prime minister or the president what happens you don't need to pray for a security guard you don't need to pray for protection because immediately as soon as your name is pronounced the security arsenal in your country will locate you and protect you instantaneously because edith has just moved from being an individual to become an institution so we might still look at Edith as Edith, but they understand Edith as Edith is representing the institution. She embodies Cameroon. You touch Edith, you have touched Cameroon. Are you saying? So when you represent God and the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, you are the embodiment of the mind and the expression of God and the embodiment of everything that the kingdom of God stands for. There are things you will not have to pray for because the kingdom of God and God personally will have to make sure that you are well taken care of and well protected and that everything that you do doesn't fall to the ground because you have stopped being Solomon, representing yourself and just doing the thing that please God. God, living in the good and acceptable will. But when you now move into the perfect will and you have grown to become the very expression of the mind of God and you are a representative of everything that the kingdom of God represents or stands for, then the kingdom of God and God himself has to make sure that everything that you do always tends to a better end. The next question here is, sometimes one has to press till something happens and sometimes one just has to be patient and wait. So how do I know when to press and when to wait? So the first thing I'll say is that you have to check your motivation. Check your motivation. The thing that you're pressing towards. Remember the scripture, James, I think James chapter 4 and 1 to 3, talking about praying amiss. We pray, I don't have what we want because we pray amiss. Praying and miss means the content of our prayer and the motivation is so that God will answer us and we receive God's answers to just feed our personal lust and ambitions. So check your motivation. And number two, I'll say that patience and the art of waiting in the kingdom is not the way human beings understand the concept of waiting. Waiting is so important and so powerful. Waiting is a system of advantage that God has put to everyone. And the goal of waiting is growth and preparation. And the goal of preparation is mastery and the goal of mastery is becoming one with whatever thing that you're doing so we don't wait in the kingdom as men wait being idle we are never idle so if we are doing something or we are praying for something or whatever thing that we are doing and the result doesn't seem to come forth we don't stop doing it we don't stop doing it except it's something that is just for your own personal glorification and stuff but everything that we do from the kingdom is about serving christ and benefiting men so if i stop it means i will stop serving christ in that domain in that aspect and men will be cut off from the benefit from me serving christ in that way to them so we never wait and by folding our arms we wait by continuously doing by continuously practicing by continuously manifesting the life of christ there's no time of pausing we don't pause we don't wait by pausing we wait by continuously doing to become one with christ become one with the word become one with all that god is expecting us to do and become 
So that's what I can say about that. And number four, how do I do to know the particular season of my life, when it started and when it is supposed to end? First, we must understand that our lives are divided into seasons. I can take a long time to answer this question, but I'll just try to give you some, some summarized answers. Every life, your life, my life, every life is divided into seasons. And generally, there are three principal seasons in every life. The season of your calling, the season of your transformation and the season of your manifestation. The season of your calling is the time where you get to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. That's the purpose of your season of calling. So the season there will be God will start working with you and working through you. People will start talking to you, but you will still be rejecting. But you are seeing your season of calling. God is bringing one and two people to you to talk to you, to expose you to the word of God and Though you'll be in denial and still denying and still refusing and still rebelling, but you are seeing your sin of calling to the point where you will come to terms with who Christ Jesus is and who he represents to you, then you make him Lord and master of your life. That concludes your season of calling. And now you go into the season of preparation. This is the longest season that everyone has to go through because the purpose of this season is to transform and to transfigure you from Edith to Christ, from Solomon to Christ, from Peter to Christ. The purpose of the season of transformation is to transform and to transfigure you from who you are, Edith, to Christ. Then you have the season of manifestation. This is where now, and in the season of transformation, people don't know you. This is a season where God secludes you and you're growing and you're metamorphosing and you are being transfigured, having a different mind, operating by a different information system, getting to understand who God is because by understanding who God is, you understand who you are. All of those things are happening. Nobody knows you. Nobody hears your name. Even if they know you, they don't know what you're going through because there is a working that God is working with you. But when he's done with that, now there's a season of manifestation where he has to broadcast you to the world because the Christ must always be revealed and for you to do a specific assignment and to have a specific result for God. So you must understand that your life and every of our lives goes through these three phases. And within every stage, you have phases. So I cannot give you an exact answer because I don't know where you are at the moment. I don't know, you know, what you're doing and what God has called you and told you to do. I can only give you some global and some general answers. For you to understand, to know the particular thing of your life, you must understand the person that God is molding you to become. For me to know where I am now, I must know the end product that God wants me to be. If I don't know the end product or the end that God wants to reproduce, what God wants to make out of me, I won't be able to know the level that I am now. If I know that God wants to make me to get to 100%, I can easily judge what 100% looks like and I can say, okay, I'm at 10% now because you have your indication from the perfect picture that God wants to mold you into. So you must understand who God wants to mold you to become and that is God wants to mold you to become like his son. So look at you where you are now. Look at your character. Look at your knowledge. Look at your understanding of who God is and who Christ is and just look at the person of Jesus and you can know where you are in terms of the growth and it can give you an indication of the season where you are in. Generally, most people find themselves, if you are born again, most people find themselves in the transformation 
phase by default because when you're born again your season of calling now you go into the next season which is the season of transformation but in that season of transformation most people don't really know what to do again there can be a season where god is just taking the love of money out of your heart there can be a season in the in the phase of transformation that god is taking away the love of money from your heart there can be a season that god is trying to instill humility there can be a time where god is trying to make you to value people but you have now to be discerning to understand the things that are happening to you per time or daily to decipher to understand what god is doing if god wants to take away the love of money from your heart he's going to make you to be in want a lot in need and not like you're going to beg but you make sure that you have just the minimum that you need and you might try to expand and expand it might not work i'm just saying it might so it's not gospel facts it might not work and or he might be telling you about giving a lot in a particular season give and give everything that you hear is about giving and giving and giving to the point that you can be irritated because you want to secure your bank account but he's trying to tell you something that for you to leave this stage to the next stage in your transformation the love of money has to die so you have to be very sensitive and to understand the particular thing that you are in your life you must you must know the specific thing that god wants you to do if god wants me to to write 10 books that are going to reform the understanding of the church on earth I have still not written the book. So, it means I have to understand what writing is. It means I have to know the introduction. What does it take to write? And learn all those things, you know. Because from what God wants me to do, I can easily judge where I am now and understand what God is trying to do with me at this season or at this time of my life. So, the season of your life always leads to who you are becoming and your assignment. Remember, I said the purpose of time is destiny and your assignment. Time will always always be relevant because of who you're becoming and the thing that God has called you to do. That's the purpose of time. Time is not money. Time is destiny. Time is your your assignment. So to understand the sin of your life, these two components are very key. Who you are becoming, how much of Christ you are becoming, and what is your assignment, your interaction, and how much of your assignment you are aware of and are unfolding. All right. Thank you very much, Edith, for your question and um i trust and i hope that the answers that god has helped us to give you you'll find value in them and of course helping to dissolve your doubts and to make you see clearly in terms of the questions you've you've asked so it can help you to act correctly and have the right results that you desire and that god expects from you as well so thank you very much again to all those of you who always make it a date to listen to this podcast i'm very humbled and team as well we are so thrilled to know that you're always taking time to listen and please always make sure you take use of the q a section on spotify as you're listening to the podcast just underneath you see q a and it's a question there where we are kind of asking you how relevant is this episode that you're listening to you please you can leave us a comment there like you'll find on most social media platforms you leave a comment and we are going to get it from our end and publish it so the show is more interactive and all of that so please take advantage of the Q&A section on Spotify and if you're on Apple Podcasts of course leave us a review and a comment on Apple Podcasts 4 star 5 star whatever rating that you think this show is worth please leave a review and leave us a comment how has this 
podcast or this episode helped you and well specifically you can just write details how it has helped you and how you intend to use the information to live better for jesus christ and please explore the show notes the show notes is where we have bible references that i make mention to that i refer to during every episode you have the bible verses there for just to make you understand that what god is using us to say is not just our personal opinion it goes beyond personal opinion it is the word of god speaking and so that we are not communicating just mere conjectures but really the mind of god and also in the show notes you will find a place to submit your questions like i earlier said send your questions you click on the link and you share your question through a voice note um you have 60 seconds to make that happen and also please consider giving towards this this podcast and we have some things that we're doing and to better the production and to make sure that we have the team well taken care of and other programs of course to unfold so that at the end of the day god's word finds expression in your life and you have more understanding about christ and what he expects from you and how you engage with him so we can all be productive in whatever thing that god has called us to do so thank you very much god bless you edith god bless you all from india to poland to sweden to france to the uk to the uae australia the us cameroon obviously thank you very much please share with your friends and family and loved ones god bless you i've been solomon ray god i swear signing out cheers bye-bye trust this episode was instructive and that you've learned a thing or two, please feel free to send in your questions using the Q&A button if you're on Spotify or use the link in the show notes below if on Apple Podcast or any other player. Getting value from this podcast, consider doing the following steps. Step 1. Leave a review after the show notes below. And step 2. Share with your friends and loved ones via your social media platforms. Also, consider showing some love by supporting us by giving towards the development of other programs using the appropriate link in the show notes as well. Do you want to share a personal message with Solomon Ray? For your testimonials and message of gratitude, use the appropriate link in the show note below to send your voice note. We truly love you and believe in you and the person you are becoming in Christ Jesus. Till then, have a blessed day ahead and remember, Jesus Christ is counting on you to influence your world for him. God bless you.